This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 93 7 the ticket and the ticket fm.com all right everybody we are back again it is the drive on 93.7 the ticket it's monday and once again we are not celebrating a victory. Well, I guess one of us is celebrating one NFL barely, victory yesterday. Barely, barely. Nick, and, mean, his, Nick yeah. and his Detroit Lions. I, I guess that's my thing now. Um, I'm going to stay a Lions fan, so I found a, I have found a team. Yeah, congratulations. So Jamal Williams scores three rushing touchdowns. Um, you know, without TJ Hawkinson, the uh, Detroit Lions have figured out a way to win three straight games. It's, so. it's the Peyton Manning. It, it might be. He lifted that curse. It might be. You know, hey, here we are. You know, maybe that's an idea for my Broncos. <laughs> What's that? Maybe that's an idea for our Huskers. Pey- Peyton Manning what? needs to come to I always talk about my commentary. I always, no, I always talk about my Nebraska curse. About the deal that I made down at, oh, the, yeah. down at the Orange yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Let yeah. Tom Osborne win a championship. And I was thinking about it yesterday. I might have made that same deal about getting John Elway a Super Bowl win. So, maybe we call Peyton Manning. <laughs> we get him a memorial stadium. We don't have to sacrifice little red. All we have to do is we just don't have to sacrifice little all red. All we have to do is get a big tub and put it on the fifty yard line at Memorial Stadium and fill it with I believe he filled it with whiskey and then he read a seance to lift the curse mm-hmm. of Bobby Lane. So maybe this is where I'm at right now. That's fine. I mean Raf, I, I don't I don't know what the answer is, man. It's. I mean, fire Nathaniel Hackett is yeah, step one. That's got to go. But you, you got your wagon tied to Russell Wilson. You got it hitched. Yeah. He actually played somewhat decent yesterday. And, man, Denver's so hurt. They lost two more starters yesterday. You guys lost two more? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize. I was just trying to look at Dan. It's, it's, it's good times. I mean, the, injury, the injuries just keep on mounting up. But, yeah, it's – and Russell, we had one receiver out there yesterday. We had Cortland Sutton. Because Jerry Judy was out, KJ Hamler was out, Tim Patrick's been out all season, so he's playing with this, you know, fourth and fifth, you know, receivers. So it's it's a bit of a problem we got. I I refer to Denver as Nebraska West, 
<laughs> I see a lot of the I see a lot of the same same stuff going on. So, yeah. so Saturday and Sunday just sort of kind of blends together for me. Anonymous Cubs fan says, "Well, we suck, but at least we know how to beat the fighting Russell Wilson." So we got a Raiders fan on the text line. Oh, <laughs> oh there we go. Congratulations, Raiders. There we go. Thomas and Lincoln says, "RG three amazing on commentary." I highly disagree. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? That RG3 is great on commentary. <laughs> Did you guys see him? Later that night, he posted the picture of him holding the pipeline yeah. burrito. That huge bl- the one yeah. is right there. Yeah. And Nick at Muchachos asked him if he finished the burrito. Uh-uh, I didn't see that. Well, if you get a chance, go to his <laughs> And RG th- RG3's response back to Nick, uh-huh. oh, he finished the burrito, is that that's kind of like RG3 in a nutshell. <laughs> He's got a lot of, um, what would you say, innuendo behind some of his comments yeah yeah. <laughs> so, yeah it was it was it was quite the response i was like well alrighty then and then all the people's responses after he said it were just it was pretty funny well uh <laughs> tom petty <laughs> tom petty uh sucks says i don't care whether you bring peyton manning or not little red must die <laughs> <laughs> okay maybe we bring peyton manning with the rusty knife. I, I'm to a point now. Oh, man. If we've got to sacrifice wow. Lil Red to start winning some football games, what the heck? I mean, if we can there, have, if I can be guaranteed. Yeah, the text line is going nuts. There, right there, are, there are some different opinions on RG3. Downtown Scott, just another bad take by Nick. Uh, another unnamed texture. RG3 sucks. Willie says RG3 rules. Wow. There's a, there's a mixture out there. There's a mixture. Yeah. Tyler A4, I'm going to give you your props, man. I'm going to give you your props. How about them Cowboys? Beat the brakes off the Vikings so bad they took the game off TV. And, Tyler, congrats to you on that because they, I did not see 40-3 to three coming. <laughs> At Minnesota. Oh, that was an absolute beatdown. And then Tony Pollard, I, that guy. Oh, he went nuts yesterday. Whoever's got him on their fantasy is living pretty good. Oh, plays good. And then, then you got Ezekiel scoring a couple one-yard touchdowns. So mm-hmm. you, you keep both backs happy and. Yeah, and right, oh, that was just a dismantling. Bro. Oh man, and their Minnesota's offensive line yesterday—it was terrible. Like Micah you, Parsons went nuts. Oh, mm-hmm. every he was just getting beat down. Like even Shannon Sharp had commented, he's like, "You can say Kirk Cousins isn't playing that good this game, but he's not even getting back in the pocket, and right. he's just being attacked." I was, forget number ninety for them uh, for Dallas. Is it, is it Lawrence? Is it Demarcus Lawrence? Or I might be a few years no, off I think, on that. I don't know if he's no. What is number? Who's number ninety for Dallas? I always forget his name because he ran crazy over the back there too. He was back there more than the quarterbacks were back there. I mean, yeah. he just. I mean, I didn't see. I thought that game was going to be about a seven it's, or ten point it's game. Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus. Yes, Lawrence. look at me. Raph, well done, Ralph. Well done. He went nuts, man. Oh yeah, it was it was he every every time he dropped back to pass, it was just it was a shellacking. Well, you know what? And Joe, you're right. No time to soak, boys. Bring the vibes and let's make some chicken salad of you know what? Make AD laugh. <laughs> Need to hear all that show? Let's have ourselves a Monday chance. You know we will, baby. Joe, appreciate you. Thanks for listening in. Uh, we're going to get to Nebraska football, obviously, here uh, very soon. Just kind of go to the weekend. Um, anonymous Cubs fans, well, we suck, but at least we know how the uh, uh, how to best the fighting Rush, uh, Russell Wilsons. All right, I'm not sure. <laughs> Ted Broncos locker room, boy, t- rap they coming in after you, man. Oh, it's bad. Downtown Scott, just another bad take, Nick. <laughs> what, what's that? What was he upset about? Uh, RG three. Oh, about RG three. 
Pecan Pie says, if I was a Cubs fan, I would be anonymous too. <laughs> Ouch. Hey, they, they say they're going to spend money this offseason. They say that they're going to spend. I know you guys don't watch baseball. They say that they are going to spend money. The Cubs are going to be back this season. Pete Ferguson, oh, Pete Ferguson sends a picture in with um, uh, an older lady with an 88 jersey. Says, Whedon boys. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, congrats, man, because I tell you what, I definitely did not see that. Uh, happening like that. I think Jay's going to be calling in here soon uh, if he hasn't already. Uh, we'll already break it down. But, you know, yeah, we're going to break down the game. We're going to talk about Husker basketball, Husker Husker women's volleyball a little bit. Rico was there for that. Women's basketball didn't fare off so well against Drake, as we talked about on Saturday. Yeah, they they losing by 18, uh, give or take on that one. Um, there's a lot of things to unpack today. And, um, you know, like I said, we're getting to football here in a second. But there was, uh, if your fantasy team, uh, if you have, if your fantasy, if you had Pollard, you had a heck of a weekend. If you had, well, I have, I have Adams, but it's still, I was, I'm, I'm so bad in fantasy football, man. I think I've won two games this year, dude. I think, in fact, I'm checking right now. I think I've won two fantasy teams. If you have a fantasy team, click in with a yes or no on the text line. If you got a fantasy and how are you doing? Uh, as of right now, with one more game left tonight, I have a 0% chance of winning. It literally says 0% chance of winning. And uh, so, uh, yeah. Not, and the thing about it, Raph, I'm only down by three. 142 to 145, but, you know, I don't have any more games left, so it's a wrap. Nick, how is your fantasy team going, bro? Not, not good. I'm 0-11. Um, angry, oh, angry. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, angry for no reason. Nick, no offense. If you're a Cubs fan, you need to be a Bears fan. Lions and Cubs don't mix. I, technically, I wasn't a Lions fan. I was the Monroe St. Brown fan, and then I just kind of hitched the wagon to the to the Lions, and here we are. Um, I, I would I would be thrilled, thrilled if Justin Fields get traded to the Lions. I would be thrilled if Justin Fields is uh, is the Lions quarterback next season. Okay. I think yeah. we got Jay on, man. Let's hop right on. We'll hop right back into it, man. I was wondering who was there. Former, what's happening, man? Man, not too much, man. I hear you guys talking about the uh, your fantasy league. I'm horrible at fantasy. Have you? you know, won- I, it gets to a point to the point. I don't even know why I play, but uh, <laughs> I think I, I think they need I think they need even number of players. So that's why I always say, yeah, I'll do it every year. But you know, it's a it's a nice little donation because I don't ever yeah. win. Bro, I'm Jay. My record as of right now, man. I'm trying to look here right now. Did, my- did you guys watch Sunday Night Football last night? And um, yeah. Austin Eckler, he traded up. He, he was able to trade up to the three slot so he could draft him, draft himself this year, but he was unable to draft himself. <laughs> and Chris Collinsworth goes, "I never had that issue. I always drafted Jerry Rice." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. How uh, I'm not, you know, all the guys that I had on my bench went off, and I'm getting smoked right now. But uh, you know, whether you know, you guys are talking about that, that Dallas defense. That's the Marcus Lawrence. I'm not even – I mean, I usually don't pat myself on the back, but I watched him in college, and I, and I think he played at Boise State, and I tweeted out, like, you know, whenever it came, I said, he will be the best pass rusher out of the out of that draft. I think he went, like, second or third round. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a stupid athlete. He's a, he's a technician. He can, he can rush at all four positions. And then when you have Michael Parsons, who's essentially like the – you know this this you know age or generation version of LT. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that his closing speed is, is something serious, and so you know I think the Vikings have been winning a lot of close games, which is great. You know, and you and that you know you play for sixty minutes, but you know a lot of those games were you know the one catch by you know Henderson and you know and or Jefferson and all that stuff. 
those aren't going to happen every week. So when you play against a team that's motivated and on point, you know, you're going to get blown out. And Kirk Cousins in situations like that don't do well, you know. And you can get blown out real quick in the NFL, man, if the team is on. And I think Dallas was hitting on all cylinders. And Minnesota had ne- has never faced a team that has been hitting on all cylinders. And the thing that also really hurt them is their offensive line is really banged up. So they're, they're, they're yeah. going to be taking it on the chin. Uh, they'll probably bounce back next week, but they're going to be taking on the chin for a few weeks until they can get to the bye week. So, um, you know, that's the way it is, man. Your base, best ability is your availability. We see, we've seen that right here in Nebraska. Um, and, you know, uh, you know, I think we've talked about it a few times, AD, probably every single week we come in, no matter what level you're at. Until you, you know, if you do not have a solid offensive defensive line, mm-hmm. you ain't winning. Tindley, Tindley, you, you you're not going to win Tilly Fuller. No. The flip to the Nebraska game, you know, it was just you know in ninety ninety five and fifty six just had a gangster party in the backfield. Yeah. And um, and and you know that curtailed it. And you know to be honest with you, um, you know it's 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 not coaching. It's not. It's it's just a simple deep. Like there's a play, there was two three plays where, you know, they want the center to, you know, one of the hardest blocks for a center is to reach a, a three technique, you know, to the play side, you know, at the point of attack. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what they had going on. Now you can get into blocking schemes and all the other stuff, but what usually happens is and, and it is that the guard. It's a one-on-one block to the guard. The center ends up doubling him, and then the center takes over the block, and then the guard gets up to the second level. That's kind of like your zone blocking, right? They all kind of, you know, kind of just move one way, and you kind of take who gets them, and then you kind of ride the wave. Well, <laughs> the, the guard went up and tried to, you know, went for the linebacker, at, you know, at five yards deep. Well, this dude went in there unblocked. He was untouched. And just destroyed. He was untouched, and it was at the crucial part of the game. 14-9, first play that you're trying to, you know, get, bleed the clock, get a couple first downs, the game's over, right? It was a four, four or five-yard loss. Like, that right there has nothing to do with coaching. What that has to do with is I'm going to raise my hand and say, I, I did my job. Now, how does that affect the whole game, right? Yep. Flip that over to the defensive side. You know, the the calls of the defense have been on point ever since the bye week. So you got to give credit to Bill Bush and the defensive coaches. But too much of, I'm in my gap, you're waving your hand, I'm here, but then you're not playing football. So that's how you see three backs have an average of five yards of carry. That's how you see a team being able to run 40, run 48 times to the equivalent that Nebraska only had 49 offensive plays. Because at some point in time, you have to do your job and then do more. So remember when we talked about a couple weeks ago, you know, showing up in the weight room and doing what's on mm-hmm. your team, that's mm-hmm. what catches your scholarship check and keeps you on the team and gets those nice jumpsuits, those big fat steaks and all that good, you know, food <laughs> at the training table. But what makes you, but, but what makes you get the extra and what you, and what you tell me, or you not tell me, but what you tell people that you want is doing the extra stuff, maybe researching, looking at your weaknesses, Finding a way, maybe do extra work in the weight room because you need to be a little bit leaner, X, Y, and Z. Maybe you need to watch some more tape. Maybe you need to watch, you need to figure out to do something else. What are you sacrificing? Maybe, you know, God forbid, you're not on social media before or after the game because you've had the same results before and after the game mm-hmm. being on same social media and not winning. So that's the difference there. That's really the difference. 
And Wisconsin didn't have any fear of Nebraska going into winning the game because Nebraska never really took control of the game. And you take the control of the game when you're being able to run the ball pretty effectively. Um, and so, you know, it's, 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 it's close, but yet so far they simply, you know, had the game to last like, you know, four or five, six minutes. And, uh, you know, the, you know, Wisconsin was depositing a bunch of body blows yep. all game long, all game long, just with the, just with the, the, uh, you know, running, running, running. And then the 14 play drive, the 10 play drive, that wears you out, man. I agree. And it's like you just cannot win games either. If you're gonna if if you're only gonna have sixty five yards rushing on twenty nine carries, I mean, you could basically have your quarterback quarterback sneak twenty nine times and I pretty good chance he has more than sixty five yards rushing. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's you know, it's you know, you know, I'm sure you know, the play design could be, you know, be a little bit, you know, better. I mean, let's be honest. You know, the play call in time and the play call in um, you know, I think sometimes the continuity of watching the game and understanding that your defense, you know, even though we held them to a field goal before half, that's 14 plays. Mm-hmm. That's 14 plays out there. And, uh, you know, so, you know, when we get the ball back after we, you know, the defense comes out and gets the Wisconsin off the field, you know, this is maybe time to, you know, take the air out of the ball, right? You know, kind of take the momentum out of the game. Let's find our first, you know, best two run plays. And deal with a, a you know a two or three minute series to kind of give the defense you know uh, you know some some rest and then you know the one you know ten play seventy five yard drive end up getting the, the touchdown missed the you know the two point conversion you know then you know you come out and you I think you know we start passing the ball but you know the run game is is predicated on a lot of things the emphasis on it and if you really if you really want to be a running team it's just in your it's in your DNA it is yeah. You just you just look at it, and you know it's just not. It just seems like running is just kind of like all right. Let's call it running play, and it's it starts up front. It starts with the um, mentality, and this isn't you know. Here's what I have, I guess, a little problem with people. I guess the media pundits and you know every, you know everybody's on pins and needles who's going to be the next coach. You know, you know you you, you, you know it's like uh, yeah, people there taking you know everybody take turns and taking a big old dump in a bag you know, for four years, right? <laughs> and, you know, really, I mean, I, I would, I mean, you know, I'm going to start a podcast so where I can really say what I want, you know, yeah. so just be on the lookout for that. So where you really yeah. just take a big old dump in a bag and pass it around. <laughs> and then they say, you know what, man, this, this is a fermigated or whatever it's called, and we can't even fertilize our crops with this, but, uh, so we're going to get rid of you, you know, some of you guys, and here's what we're going to do. Here, Mickey, we know you, you have, uh, Kind of changed a little bit, you know. You, you put an ex, you know extra line or a wrap in there, and kind of the, the bottom haven't haven't fell fell out. But there's an expiration on it filling out. But now I want you to come and fix it on the fly. Mm, yep. And <laughs> and then if you and then I think and this is also here's a credit to Mickey and you know where it's like the defensive coaches I think have gotten in line. Majority yeah. of the offensive coaches have gotten in line, but I don't think the play calling has gotten in line. The call plays in order for. Um, to help out Mickey to have his tenure. Mm-hmm. I might be wrong, and I don't think it's personal. I just think, like, hey, I'm going to do what I need to do, and that's the way it is. But we've already had that. You know, being yeah. hard-headed, you know, makes for a soft butt. I just think that at the end of the day, um, 
you're seeing the accumulation of four or five years of bad habits and all this other stuff. Now, the problem that I feel sorry for the kids because they don't know yet. They don't know. Like, they've never had a chance to really – They don't. you don't know if these guys are really that good or not. You know what I mean? Or they're yeah. as good as they could be. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Totally. And so, so, you know, as much as everybody's like, oh, the new coach is going to jettison everybody on the roster, I wonder if he's going to come in there and say, like, you know what, I can make – I can make a little bit of chicken salad out of this. You know what I mean? And, and, and it'll be interesting to see really how their approach is. Um, because I would argue, or could argue, and it doesn't matter if I argue because they, you know, they, they you know, they don't, everybody, you know, they, they'll tell you everybody's got an opinion and opinions are like, you know what? So it doesn't really mm-hmm. matter. But if you did it, you know, where, where are we going to be at in two years or three years versus if we, kept Mickey and then where we're going to be at two years. And then you just do a cost analysis. Is it really worth it? Yep. You know what I mean? Because he showed you you can lead, right? The best leaders, AD, what did AD, what did T.O. used to tell us? A true leader is going to literally face the storm and pretty much drop the hammer and we're going to come out of it some way, somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, it's, you know, it, it, it sucks. I, but I do tell you, do, do say, I do say this. I, I think I was actually more of a winnable game than um, Wisconsin. And, and here's why. Wisconsin got awful healthy late in the season defensively. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't bode well for, you know, whatever. Now, you, you're going to show up and you know Iowa's offense is, or defense is good, right? But their Iowa's offense isn't as good as Wisconsin's offense as far as the ability to run the ball. Um, I think Wisconsin's uh, skill positions are better than Iowa overall. I think Iowa has one of the best tight ends in the nation. But besides that, I think that, you know, Nebraska should be very confident. Now, we just got to make sure we don't throw any pick sixes or give up any punt returns for a touchdown. Right. And I think, you know, we'll mess around winning this game 6-3. to three. Well, I tell you what, Jay, as always, man, definitely appreciate you coming on and giving the analysis. I hope you're taking – how you feeling, man? You back on the mend? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm, uh, you know, got me little power pellets, man. You know, I, I went back and I uh, ordered off uh, uh, Amazon those uh, Flintstone vitamins, and I'm all good. <laughs> People don't understand what those, those <laughs> AD, those, those, those chalky uh, Flintstone vitamins. Yeah, once man. You, once you have one, you know you got to drink eight gallons of water. Yep. <laughs> you walk around with Cut your mouth is dry. Folks, that was the Hall of Famer. What's that? Yeah, but I'm I'm all good, man. Good man. Oh uh, yeah, I feel good and uh, I appreciate it. Appreciate you, man. We'll definitely check out Old School with DP and Jay at 4 p.m. today on 937 at Ticket. This is the drive with AD and Raph. Nick uh, we had the Hall of Famer join us this, uh, earlier this morning. Got a few more guests on the top of the hour. We'll be right back. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.